Welcome to the Not So Perfect Christian Life Podcast with Joy and Hannah. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Not So Perfect Christian Life with Hannah and Joy. Um, we hope you're having a lovely day. <laughs> I so I was tr- I'm trying to do this introduction slickly, but now I've got the giggle. Keep going. We hope you've enjoyed the sunshine. Anyway, um, today we're talking about self control. So that's an interesting one, and I'm going to hand it straight over to Joy to give us your thoughts around that topic. Where did you start with that? What came to mind with that? Hit us hit you (laughs) with some words metaphorically (laughs) speaking yeah um well I guess we're doing self-control because we wanted to look at um the fruits of the spirit which um are love joy peace patience kindness goodness gentleness and self-control those all of them oh man okay Hannah was testing me she was looking at me like come on um (laughs) and so yeah so self-control and when I was thinking about self-control, I don't know about you, Hannah, but when I look at that list, this is the one that I think, oh, it seems like a bit of a a buzzkill like this one. Because the others, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, love, joy, peace, patience, yeah, but I don't really want to have to go through the situations <laughs> to grow that. Kindness, gentleness, <laughs> yeah. you know. But um, self-control, at first glance of it, until I started thinking about it a bit more, seems a bit boring and yet, the more I mm. thought about it, of course, mm. um, to not be self-controlled is chaos. And yeah. so where I went with it is that I just started thinking a lot, which I'm sure we'll talk about, of what self-control looks like and how it looks like in my life. And to a certain extent, we are all, well, a lot of us, certainly the people that I spend time with, are self-controlled. Because if we weren't, we would just be saying whatever we wanted, doing whatever we wanted. Like To a certain extent, all of us have some element of self-control. But I've been thinking a lot about what is visible self-control and what is invisible self-control. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's just... Though those are just my thoughts at the start. I think it's absolutely essential that we are self-controlled people. And and for me, and we'll talk about this, I'm sure, in more detail, like self-controlled for me has led to a much more peaceful and settled state of myself. Yeah. Which you'd expect, but it hasn't been a dull thing. Like self-control is absolutely essential and I'm very grateful for it in my life. In the areas I feel like I have it, yeah. there are still areas that I'm sure I don't have it. But there are definitely areas where I think I do. <laughs> and we want to hear about yeah. both. <laughs> what the chaos and the non-chaos. Yeah, the chaos and the okay, order. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> yeah, similar in that I was thinking about that list and the others are just, except for patients, like you mentioned, <laughs> the others are all just like, totally appealing straightforwardly appealing and also I think you can more easily although maybe we fool ourselves a bit in it but more easily see fruit of those things and like change in people's lives of those things um and then I was like pondering well why why do we perceive self-control why does it why does it feel a little bit different and um I just, I really thought about how I think when you think of self-control, you think of self-denial, 
which is really misplaced among that list of fruit of the spirit because they're all about like living this beautiful, glorious yeah. life. So that doesn't really speak of kind of like deny yourself, deny. Although, you know, obviously Jesus said, do deny yourself, pick up your cross daily and follow me. But I was thinking, actually, I think self-control is much more about prioritizing what you want most in life and sticking to that despite mm other distractions or demands on your time energy finances whatever it's not about just deny no. what you want deny what you want deny what it's about like be self-controlled so you could p- can pursue what is most valuable which what is most beneficial and glorious and good and you're not gonna give all your time and energy to lesser things that matter less but are just maybe more pressing or more easily available it's it's that sort of self-discipline yeah absolutely yeah keeping order focus on what matters most yeah Yeah. and then so then I'm like well that is really beautiful thing isn't it then it's kind of this enabling tool in our lives which is going to help us take hold of what is most glorious and what we really want rather than just end up settling for a lesser thing Um, yeah, I mean, it's a bit like a garden that is beautiful, but it's full of loads of sort of overgrown things and like weeds, mm, but also mm, everything going all over the place. And I guess sort of mm, thinking of a picture just came into my mind. Self-control feels like you're maybe creating areas for different things or you're allowing yeah. the right things to grow and the right space to breathe. Because if you've got all of these other yeah. things in that are just sort of hogging the light or hogging all yeah. the nutrients that you don't want yeah. to hog all the nutrients you're yeah. having to sort of cut them back and you're not necessarily like getting rid yeah. of them completely like denying yourself no, but you're yeah. sort of you're pulling them back or you're keeping them in order or you're just sort of tending to like tending to a garden so that it yeah. can grow in its beauty how it's meant to be yeah. but the right things can yeah. go in the right space and you're sort of yeah. And, and I, I feel like that's what popped into my mind when you were talking, when I was thinking about, um, yeah, is just trying to let the right things grow and have yeah. their space to do that. And I think that, um, I don't think it's a popular topic, this in our society. That was the other thing that I thought, because yeah. we don't like to restraint no we don't like restraint (laughs) we don't we don't like the idea of depriving ourselves of anything even if it's something like that's not good we we generally are very permissive of eat as much as you want drink as much as you want have relationships with as many people as you want like do whatever you want um yeah and you just sort of get on with it as long as you're okay with it just do that and we don't and so self-control feels a little bit like you know sort of your granddad turning up at the party and going turn the music (laughs) down stop it um but actually like you need that because otherwise it is just it is just manic and I think when you've got self-control in your life in particular areas particularly areas where you haven't had it before you're like this is a lot better because I think like yeah we think that a lack of control um a lack of self-control is just this illusion that it's okay um but actually and that having order is boring yeah 
Um, but actually, yeah. like having order allows things, I believe, to, I mean, I would say this because I like order, but um, like allows things to <laughs> flourish and allows things to yeah. like to be used in the right way and allows you as a person to flourish, I think, rather than just feeling like you're bl- messy, messy and blown about by the wind, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't think it's popular because it's associated with yes. limits and like everything that you've just said as well and it's kind of like and that isn't culturally not popular yeah. at all is it this idea that we should in some ways limit ourselves and a lot of stuff is about push it further yeah like limitless do what you want be what you want um but that is not necessarily the route no. to joy um <laughs> or success in a joyful sense yeah. and limits like limits for limits sake what's the yeah. point but like limits that enable mm. you to kind of pursue something truly valuable and wonderful and yeah. lovely. Brilliant. That's like scaffolding, yeah. isn't it? That's going to help me kind of, Boundaries. that's going to help me focus and build upwards into something that I really want to build into. I think of self-control. I just think hugely when I'm thinking about food because um, food has been a big issue for me throughout life and is still like something that I just I just naturally have to work on yeah. like I'm not in that place yet where it's just not a consideration mm. um but I hope I will be but and so I think you know you're trying to address or I have tried to address being overweight by different diets and so then it's that idea isn't it of kind of deny you deny yourself mm. and so maybe you might you might lose the weight but it it then is just can be quite momentary yeah. but and then you put it back on and then you're in the same position again so I'm really working on more recently just trying to kind of view it differently and teach myself this isn't about this is about having a greater goal or a greater purpose and a greater desire than what I am feeling in this moment of like well I want to eat yeah. that and it's like, well, maybe that is true. Maybe that statement is true, but it can also be true at exactly the same time that but a greater desire I have than that is to be fit and healthy mm. and live a full life. Yeah. And so it's just sort of, I think we have many competing desires all at the same time at work in our lives, in our minds, in our hearts, in our feelings. And um which one are you going to yeah. go with? Yeah. <laughs> That's the question, isn't it? And I think self-control is about like channeling your energy into what matters most. It's not about kind of trying to be harsh on yourself or like unkind no. to yourself. It's about like trying to care for yourself Absolutely. well yeah. and look after yourself well, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And that God is a God of order. Like he created the world yeah, out of yeah. chaos, you know, so he's very, very good at bringing order out of chaos. And so I think, you yeah. know, it's fitting then that his spirit that lives inside of me would bring order out of chaos, which I'm very grateful for. Yeah. Um, like you shared yeah. about self-control, I guess, for you with food. For me, it's always been... Well, so when I initially thought about this, I thought about words. So like taming my tongue and um, yeah. like, you know, I made huge bounds in that um choosing when to speak choosing when not to speak choosing which battles to fight choosing which battles not to fight 
Um, but yeah. actually more recently, I suddenly realized that really, and I've talked about this a lot in the podcast, that a lot of the stuff God did in my life last year was about self-control mm. and self-control in my mind. Mm. So really mm. teaching me how to take thoughts captive. And that's part of being self-controlled, I think, to be, to control where I allow my thoughts to go, um, to control, yeah. um, my worries to control my fears to control all these different things and I think they were just running amok in my brain and I was just like I have no idea and I couldn't sort of see the wood for the trees and I think what God did so Mm. much like cutting back and uprooting Mm. and so now I just I was thinking about it and I was like out of that I feel so much more sort of settled and self-controlled in where my mind goes with stuff. Sure, I still have times where I'm like, yeah. yep, my mind just went down yeah. that route and I need to stop it. Um, but also yeah. just the fact that I'm aware of that means there's been a work mm. of self-control. And and I can still choose, you know, like sometimes your mind will go down a route and you choose to allow it because you're like, well, either I'm used mm. to this or this is a nice thought, so mm. I'm going to carry on yeah. with it. Or I'm knackered. Yeah, or I'm knackered or whatever. <laughs> um, and you can sort of feel the Holy Spirit going, we need to, let's rein this in, let's rein this in. And you can choose, like you can choose to go, yeah, I'm yeah. going to rein it in. I'm going to, I'm going to go with you, Holy Spirit. Or you can go, no, I'm just going to keep going down this route. Um, yeah. And so I think you do know, but I, but definitely for me, it has been my thought life, you know, or like as a, a brief example. And I was thinking about this when I was awake with my daughter the other night and then, you know, when you wake up with your kids and then you're trying to go back to sleep and suddenly everything descends on your brain Um, and I suddenly realized that that's like an area of self-control for me now is like, I'm really strict with what I allow my brain to think about in those moments, like particularly at night, you know, whereas before I used to sort of allow my brain to wander and not really catch Mm. it when it started like dwelling on all the worst bits. And now Mm. I really feel a sense of nope you're going in this direction and I'm not thinking about this stuff. And for me, that feels like I'm, it's self-control because I'm controlling what my mind is doing, what my thoughts are doing. Um, and yeah. that just feels so much more stable and settled and peaceful for me than ever before. I was thinking the other day and I was really thanking God for it, that my mind just feels peaceful. Um, and before yeah, really a lot lovely. of the stuff that God did with me last year, I didn't realize it, but my mind just felt so chaotic and I was scared of so many things in my mind. Um, and I think just with God, like stripping stuff back and sorting stuff out and mending and healing bits and uprooting, it just feels like a a much more well-tended garden in my brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a really great example. I'm sure a lot of people listening can relate to that mm, as well. Hopefully. I'm sure they will. You kind of alluded it to it near the beginning as well, and I'd been thinking about it in terms of just what are the signs of a self-controlled person? Like what's the fruit of a self-controlled person? And I was thinking about how, on the one hand, can you really know? Mm. Because you don't know what personal battles people are facing. And like what you've just described there. I mean, if I, just looking at you, I wouldn't know any of that. I wouldn't know you're having like those internal, and I feel like for me as well, when I go somewhere and maybe like, I just have a cup of tea. I don't have the cake. Yeah. Nobody there is going to be sort of knowing that I've maybe just spoken to myself for five minutes about that decision to be made. Um, So I was thinking on the one hand, 
is that one where it's harder to see the fruit but then I, I thought is should that be the case should it be quite surely because you know talking about the fruit of the spirit it is fruit it is visible it is obvious mm. so what what should be the obvious thing of someone growing in self-control do you think you have to know them well to notice the differences and changes in them that allude to growing in self-control what did you think about you mentioned it near the beginning so I thought yeah you've obviously pondered that a bit as well what did you think yeah well I think there's an element John and I were talking about this there's an element where some of the stuff that I'll have for example gone through in my mind you'll have seen some outworking of it like generally that I'm yeah I, I suppose if you're yeah farmer. and I'm external like I'm not externalizing <laughs> worry so much or fear so much then I, like yeah. um but yeah. I was thinking about one of the bible verses which you'll love because it's from James um and um <laughs> everyone should be quick to listen slow to speak and slow to become angry so I think sometimes mm. maybe it's harder to see when someone's self-controlled but I think it's but it's you can see when someone's not self-controlled like do you you know what I mean like when someone's out of control control. like I think I think you can see that so you can't always see the positive but you can see the negative like so if I see someone that they just rise to anger really quickly um I'd be like "Mm," or they just they speak their mind with no regard for anyone or anything else. Yeah. And sure, yeah. you might have got them on an yeah. off day. I get that we all make mistakes. But if it's a pattern of behaviour, then maybe I'd sit there and go, yeah. um, they're not that self-controlled in this area. Or maybe they, um, like to use an example, that they drinking, their drinking's a bit out of control. I'd maybe yeah. say... They're eating's they're out, eating's of out of control. Like, you know, all the rest of it. Yeah. So I think it is quite... I think it's easy to see yeah, when true. there's a lack of self-control. Um, but I don't, I was thinking about it. I don't know about you, Hannah, but I, I've started to really love the things that only Jesus can see. Like, you know, the really <laughs> yeah. love the things where yeah. only this is almost like it's only for him. Like only That's like not, we yeah. would give that example of like you were saying, you wouldn't know looking at me the where I'm taking control in my mind and I wouldn't know if you just not chosen a cake but Jesus sees that right and I just love that because then it's not for show it's not for anyone else it's not so that people look at you and go oh aren't they so like you know like some of the other fruits of spirit aren't they so kind aren't they so gentle aren't they so loving aren't they so joyful all of these things um which are which are great but actually a lot of this self-control stuff I just think it's for the glory of God because there's so yeah. much of it that is unseen. There's so much of it where it's yeah. just I've chosen to rein in a rein in a lustful thought there, for example, because that's yeah. not honouring to yeah. my partner. And only God's seen that yeah. because I'm not necessarily going to go confessing yeah. that to everyone. Um, or, you know, <laughs> where I have could have easily judged that person for something and I chose not to. Um, or yeah. I really wanted to speak my mind because that person just really wound me up, but I bit my tongue and chose not. Do you know what I mean? Like only God sees that. Um, And I just, and there's a part of me that just increasingly loves that. It's a bit like when we were talking about our humility podcast, like you're not, you can't walk around going, I'm really humble, everyone. I'm really humble. Like (laughs) only God sees when you're really like, you know, sort of giving him all the glory. It's so much of it is unseen. Mm. And I just think that so much Mm. of this self-control thing is unseen, 
but for God. And I, I just really love mm. the thought that he's like, which I've sometimes heard him say to me, like, well done, Joy, you know, of when I've, yeah. when I, when he alone has seen that I've just fought a battle with myself. And, and I'm like, yeah. I hadn't won that before, God. Like two weeks ago, I definitely hadn't won that. And I just won that now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that makes me think about, um, you know, Romans that offering like your acts of worship, your spiritual acts of worship, where you offer him your mind, your yeah. body, your days, your weeks. All of it is like an offering of worship to him. Like, so that moment where you have said no I'm not going to go there mentally I'm not going to think that I thought that's your offering of worship to him yeah right? because it's because of you Jesus because I love you and I don't want to go there or like I have said no to a chocolate bar that I love it's like this is my offering of worship to you Jesus this is for you this is for you I pour it out for yeah. you um and something just strikes me talking about it as well is that maybe sometimes we're deceived by like maybe, you know, we're sort of talking about maybe it's easier to see if someone's kind or gentle or whatever, but maybe also there's more room for deception in those areas because somebody could do something that looks kind, but in their heart, they're full of hate yeah. towards the person. Yeah. And you wouldn't know yeah. that. So, you know, just, just like we're saying here, maybe you just, you can't necessarily always see it when someone's self-controlled, but maybe there's more scope for like, interpreting it wrong when someone's gentle or faithful or whatever who mm. knows but but yeah I think it's interesting because we're talking about self-control but we're talking about it in the context of fruit of the spirit and so the concept what I've always loved about um concept of fruit of the spirit is that it grows so differently from spiritual gifts yeah, that you're just given you're given they're a gift like he he's just going to give them to you you won't have like probably like put in much time and energy into developing or fostering that gift or hopefully once you've got that yeah. gift you might do that but it's a gift it's just given mm. um whereas fruit of the spirit we're talking about like the long game yeah. aren't we of like the change in someone's character that mm. happens over time and years and years of walking with Jesus and the change that brings to a person so in terms of fruit as well like you can't you're not going to know that meeting someone for the first time you know you'll be able to tell like if something has grown yeah. if you've known someone probably a month yeah like that's visible fruit in fruit of the spirit is like oh I've known you for 10 years have I noticed a difference in that area it, it's that sort of yeah, thing isn't absolutely. it it's talking about like over a huge period of time what has changed and what has grown and things hopefully if that spirit if host spirit is living in you they will change and grow over time but you can't tell it in a moment yeah it's all the sort of below the like below the iceberg stuff isn't it you know I think like yeah, gifting is, we, yeah. we're sort of wowed yeah. and I think we continually do this in the Christian church and it just drives me bonkers I'm sure I've done it but of like we're wowed by gifting and it's like yeah. zing 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 look at their gifting look at their gifting yeah. and then then what happens is um we don't look at character always and yeah. then gifting falls yeah. away and character was not there and so everything yeah. sinks and it could yeah cope. and I've definitely found for myself that um the people I respect the most and want to be around the most are the people whose character is really high yeah. Um, and yeah, I remember someone yeah. once saying to me, like, 
you know, the idea really is for character and gifting. It's not always going to grow like on a even level, but as in that there's not a yeah. huge disparity between one and the other. Because I think the problem is, yeah. is sometimes that, you know, um, we can we can put a lot of effort into growing a gifting and the growing yeah. the character is so much harder um, and I just yeah. find for myself that I think I've learned over time that I want character to be stronger because then it yeah. feels like it's a yeah, really I mean. good support foundation for uh, as your gifting takes off. You've really got the character yeah. there rather than sometimes, you know, I've watched and particularly if you see like celebrity Christians, you watch gifting, you think, wow, that gifting's amazing. But like, is the character yeah. there? And of course, I don't know. And I, it's not my job to know. And as long as God knows. Yeah, but, yeah. but there's yeah. an element of like, what's left if that gifting is left? Is there is there a really yeah, good yeah. substantive like character? Um, yeah. And I, anyway, I can't, I don't know why I got onto that. But anyway, I think that the, the character stuff seems really, well, I think it is really important. It's all the whole God looks at the heart thing. You know, he's not looking yeah. at the yeah. what we do outwardly. Like he's looking, everyone yeah. else looks at that. Like he's looking at the heart. Yeah, yeah. And the gifts are wow because God is wow and they're from yeah. him. So obviously they're going to be wow and that's not a wrong reaction. But I, I really agree with what you're saying of character is far more important. And it's funny even I think how you see this in the workplace. So I was having this conversation with my dad because um, we've all just been on a big family holiday and me and my dad were talking about different work ventures and things like that. And he's um, he's a musician and mm. that's, that's his area. He, but like academic musician as well as he performs. And um, we're just sort of embarking on like doing more arts things and engaging with the right. arts and I was saying to him, um, based on some of the stuff he'd said to me, just like I've, I think increasingly like what matters more is not it has to be this particular project mm. but or this particular skill. What matters more is having the right person delivering yeah. it. And then in some ways it doesn't really matter what exactly it looks like. If you've got the right person delivering it, it's going to be brilliant. Mm. And he was saying the same in like his workplace as well in terms of staff team. And you're thinking about, oh, we are aware of like, we need this particular skill. And, you know, obviously you do need those skills. You need a particular set of skills. But he's saying what's more important as well, though, is like, is this person going to fit in this team? Is this is person hardworking? Yeah. Are they reliable? Are they trustworthy? And that's all yeah, character, it is. Yeah. isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so I just think you see the principle of that across the board, like character enables so much. Gifting yeah. does enable a lot as well. We'd be wrong to say it doesn't, yeah. does it? But you also get like huge yeah. backlashes or falls or fallouts yeah. from a gift that is not accompanied by excellent character. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But I was thinking, going back to us talking about fruits of the spirit that are grown, so then that mm. means that self-control is grown in chaotic environments then, in some respects. Or mm -hmm. like, you know, how do, yeah. so how do we, I'm just thinking about like how we learn. I think our hearts are They the are, yeah, or like our minds, I guess. Or our, yeah, or our minds. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I guess if you've been... Um, in a family that has been very aggressive and violent and you yeah. learn to be self-controlled in terms of your anger or, 
you know, how you relate to people physically, then you've learned that in that mm. environment, haven't you? Um, but just thinking through, mm. I was thinking through for me, like, you know, how how do we go about learning self-control? I mean, often, as with a lot of these things, it's being put around people who are not the easiest people to spend time with. <laughs> and that's how we learn. <laughs> Love, joy, peace, patience, <laughs> kindness. Um, but there's an element where, yeah, if I'm, I was thinking one of the things for me of self-control, if I'm around people or in meetings with people, um, which actually doesn't really happen that much anymore. Um, but, you know, people that think very differently to me, then there's an element where I need to exert some self-control of how much do I say? How much do I not say? How much do I share? How much do I not? Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, but I, I think it's quite a difficult one to work out how we do learn self-control exactly. because we might not always be aware. Mm-hmm. Like I last year wasn't, didn't really feel like fundamentally I was learning self-control. It was only when I was thinking through this and looking back that I was like, oh yeah, that was really what, a lot of what God was doing in me. It wasn't just like tackling fear or taking thoughts captive. It was learning how to have self-control in different areas, but I didn't realize at the time that that's what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know when it comes to food for me, like I think there's, um, God's grace is covers this earth, doesn't it? Even with people, people who know him or don't know him, his grace covers this earth and his wisdom covers this earth. And I think there's a huge number of tools around that are really helpful. Um, And sometimes put a bit of time into learning that tool set. And so I just mean that thinking in relation to food and some of the different things that I've tried over the years that have really helped me, that are just really practical Mm. things that, help me kind of like learn how to grow in self-control whether it's an understanding of physiologically what maybe what happens to your body when it has different things in it or maybe if it's kind of just an understanding of different food groups and what's a better food choice or if it's like um, more recently some of the stuff I've been thinking about in just trying to identify thought patterns and redirect and change those I think there's a lot of tools out there depending on your you know maybe you want self-control in your mind like you're talking about there's a lot of stuff out there that is actually just really helpful for mm. that for like cbt yeah. maybe different therapy techniques in it it's not that's not opposed to no. kind of god these things are birthed yeah. from his grace and wisdom in the whole of the earth um you know or maybe someone has problem with drinking mm. like that pattern of change laid out in AA, obviously Christian foundations to it. And it's like a model for repentance, but there's really practical models of how to grow in self-control in whatever area it is. Maybe you're aware of that you're not controlled in. Um, And it's worth engaging with them, not just writing it off as not a spiritual solution. Because these things are, it's all like anything good or noble or worthy of praise in this world is a reflection of Jesus. It doesn't exist outside of him. So if it's really going to help you, great. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, (laughs) like one of the Bible verses that I'd found, that um, so the fruits of the Spirit are talked about in Galatians, but then there's one here that's in Peter, and it says, um, make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge and to knowledge self-control 
and to self-control, mm. perseverance, and to perseverance, godliness, and to godliness, mutual affection, and to mutual affection, love. But if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive mm. in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I was really struck mm. by that. Like, if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, um, mm. they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive. You know, so it's sort of saying that if we don't increase in all these different fruits of the spirit, but we're talking about tonight, self-control increasingly, then we will become ineffective and unproductive. Um, And I I was just really struck by that because as Christians, well, I know from speaking for myself, I don't want to be ineffective and unproductive, Um, but also the increasing measure bit. And that's the bit that I, I tend to think, I don't have a lot of control over other than allowing the Holy Spirit to do what he wants to do. Um, because we mm. can stop it a bit. Like I was saying, you know, when you feel like this Holy mm. Spirit is trying to con- like to bring in some self-control, we can choose mm. whether to go with that or not. Um, but I guess yeah. it's if we choose to go with it, that's my responsibility. And then he sorts out the in increasing measure bit. Um, because it's yeah. not like I can walk around yeah. going, today I'm going to grow in self-control. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah, I just think yeah, yeah. that would be a rough yeah. day. <laughs> uh, and yeah, and you could do your heading, couldn't you? And I think there is a certain simplicity, like, I love that, seek first his kingdom and all these things will be added to you. There's a certain simplicity yeah. in that, isn't it? Because you can do your own heading, yeah. um, even in trying to pursue wonderful yeah. things. Um but it is really as simple as like pursue Jesus, pursue knowing Jesus, and these things will be added. Like pursue knowing Jesus and self-control yeah. will be added. Yeah. That is the promise laid out there, isn't it? I think it's interesting in that verse that self-control um precedes Verence, perseverance. Yeah. And that I think that is quite a lot about what we were talking about at the beginning. It 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 is such a it's not just about denying yourself, it's about like treating yourself to a focus that is going to help you persevere yeah. to grab hold of something really valuable yeah. that, I lo- so I really I like that and then what did perseverance go on godliness to? godliness yeah I'll have that yeah too, please but also <laughs> I do think that I guess one of the and I don't know whether you'd mentioned this at some point Hannah one of the groups of people that you can see I guess would have self-control would be athletes um, because they're training yeah, for something. Yeah. So it's self-discipline, isn't it? Like, you know, if yeah, athletes yeah. athletes are in training for the Olympics, they're going to be really self-disciplined. And yeah, then I was thinking about yeah. that because I was like, the Bible uses a lot of analogies of our Christian life being like a race. Yeah, And so yeah, we're running a race. And it, I was thinking if I was put in for a race which would be my worst nightmare because I hate running but <laughs> that or dancing publicly yeah. choose which one yeah. um, <laughs> but if I was put in for a race I'd be going into strict training like I'd be really watching what I was eating I'd be training regularly I'd you know I'd and and yet so the bible talks about that I think one of the bible quotes I'd had down yeah. talks about us being like running running a race as if to get a prize um yeah and yet we don't sort of and so that you'd need a whole lot of self-discipline for that and so if our christian like journey is like running a race we often don't apply that same level of self-discipline 
And yeah, actually to keep yeah. persevering, like to be able to endure yeah. right to the end so that when I go to be with Jesus or he comes back, I'm like, I've run this race and I've run it right yeah. to the end. Like how I started yeah. is important, but how I finish is vital. Um, and yeah. so I'm like, it's, you know, the self-control leads to perseverance because if we weed out all this other stuff that takes so much energy and time and head, yeah. head process like and headspace if we weed that out we've actually got space for more stuff um yeah yeah definitely I like that I can't think where it is now but I um I like that passage as well that talks about you know uh, yeah that's the one that's the like, one I was talking about yeah. yeah is that a little bit yeah I couldn't one remember Corinthians. if it was that one yeah. or if it was a separate one yeah and it talks about like we do not beat the air like aimlessly yeah. do we and I think sometimes I don't know it's a fine it just a it's a weird thing isn't it like following Jesus and learning to follow Jesus and sometimes you feel like you sway on a yeah. pendulum either way and I don't think it is like it's not about having a highly structured no. routine on into the I'm going to have this highly structured routine to know God but likewise it's not where I'm going to have no routine yes in terms of my yeah. pursuit of God um and I'm not going to be aimless about yeah. it. Like I have got some degree of sway over how this is yeah. going to go at the end of this year. What of the Bible would I have yeah. liked to have yeah. read? Uh, like by the end of this year, how would I have liked to kind of served more in my community or my church or whatever? Um, I Yeah, I don't know that we are intentional. No enough in our pursuit of god well maybe i shouldn't make general statements i'll make personal ones <laughs> i am not intentional enough yeah about my pursuit of god and i think the longer that you've been a christian as well maybe sometimes i think it's like my bible reading you know and i've read the bible and i've read all the different bits of the bible and so then you kind of can sometimes feel like well, yeah. where do i go next yeah. like what's when you're on the the journey and it's new everything's new and exciting isn't it and you you want to kind of explore all of it when you've been doing it and walking with him for a little bit longer there's still that excitement sometimes I I don't know I just yeah I could probably do with be it would help my relationship with him if I was a little bit more intentional in my training yeah in following him I think and so I think then that always comes back to that sp- space doesn't it and I'm, I'm the same of going god this is what I want this is my heart's desire I yeah. don't know how to get there yeah, but you the do yeah and and yeah. you know yeah. with absolute faith that he's going to answer that because then then you're yeah. praying in line with his will aren't you you're doing that magic thing that we've talked yeah. about before that we're like yeah. how do you do that but you know if you're saying yeah. to him yeah. I want to I want to go where you're leading. Like I want to be, I want to grow these fruits of the spirit in my life. Then that's absolutely in line with what the spirit of God in you is wanting to do. And so you're just, you're giving him more free reign to do that. And I think, so I think it starts in that place of going, I want more of this in my life. Don't have a clue how to get to it, but I'm open to it. So can you show me how and like, give me, I always am like, show me how and give me courage to do it um when you show me and then and then he takes it from there because that's the holy spirit's job you know that's the joyful job of the holy spirit i think he really enjoys just 
pruning away and sorting things out yeah, here and there yeah. and I would just look yeah. at him and be like it's an absolute mess how are we ever going to get anywhere <laughs> this is such a mess um and I remember one and it re- it's really struck me I remember one night I went to a stage ages and ages and ages ago where I had insomnia and I started like at the points where I finally got to sleep I'd have really interesting sort of dreams I wasn't sleeping very much but Mm. I remember one time um having this dream and it you know you just have a dream and you know it's from God and I was walking through a garden Mm. with the Holy Spirit like I couldn't really see the Holy Spirit but it was just a sort of yeah some sort of wispy outline thing but I just knew it was the Holy Spirit (laughs) and this guard and I remember walking into this garden and in the middle of it was a an apple tree which was which was really flourishing, which had lots of fruit in it. But this garden, it was like a wild garden, but it was also controlled. So it was wild in that there was so much colour and life. And um, yeah. and and I was just really struck by the beauty of this garden. Um, and I remember saying, oh, I just love this garden. And um, the Holy Spirit said to me in the stream, you know, it's beautiful, isn't it? Like, I've worked really hard on this. And, and, and uh. I... And I, it still hadn't clicked with me, and um, you know, and he said to me, "This is this is your life, Joy." Um, and I just, and I was really struck by, it. and I remember saying to him, "It's so beautiful, like all the colour and the life and this." And it was like, "There's fruit, there's fruit um, on this tree." And I, <laughs> and I just really remember him saying to me, "You only see the the bad bits." Um, yeah. and he said, but look at it. Like, and I really just got this sense of him is pride that he had worked so hard on this. And, and I was yeah. just, and it's never left me because I woke up and I was like, I'm just really struck by that. You only see the bad bits, but actually I was so amazed by the beauty of that garden and the life in that garden. And the, you know, there was, you know, it's just, but also just really struck by his, pride of like he tended to it and he'd pruned it and he'd cared for it and he'd and he'd sorted out sections of it like it was there was life but it was it was controlled um but I was just really really struck by it and I was so grateful to him and it just when I when I woke up I was really like he he's done that and I'm amazed at and I need to stop looking at just the bad bits the bits that I'm not doing well in and actually take a time to be like not in an arrogant way, but Holy Spirit, thank you for everything that you've done because I couldn't do this. Yeah. And I would just look at it and think yeah. I would have given up ages ago, like, cause this looks overgrown and there are weeds yeah. over there <laughs> and like, there's just mess. This is in chaos. And what are we going to do about this? And yet he just <laughs> snips away and tends to it. And then all the glory goes to him because I'm just like, I'm mm. flabbergasted at it. Mm. And, mm. and I'm just so amazed again at my savior. He doesn't just save me prunes away and Mm. takes care of me and helps Mm. me to control certain things and then it becomes this like amazing life-giving thing um yeah yeah funny with gardening as well isn't it because you meet real enthusiasts I do like gardening but I've got toddler so mowing the lawn is about yeah I'm the same gets at the moment (laughs) um but you meet real enthusiasts and they know that like oh, it's going to grow back over there. I'm going to have to move yeah. that out again. Or like, and they don't, they're just, they're just enjoying yeah. gardening. It's not, it's not about like the end yeah. result of the garden either. Yeah. They're just enjoying the process and like, 
what's happening. You can imagine Holy Spirit being a bit like that. Obviously, he is working towards like an end goal as well. But yeah, just enjoying the journey of it and having the patience to just enjoy the moments of real like triumph and this is a little bit random and totally disconnected to what we're talking about now. But um, oh, crumbs. I've got to say it because it's just on my mind. I just It's really random. But I discovered the other day, just because I was mentioning there about like reading the Bible and in terms of like being intentional and growing in your relationship with Jesus. Did you know, Joy, that all seven Harry Potter books combined is more words than all of the bible combined no and yet how many people have probably wouldn't even think anything of reading that whole series in a year or like rereading those books and yet the bible you know yeah nice little plug for the bible there with the bible yeah but i I mean it's funny how we are i'll be totally honest though reading the harry potter books is a lot easier for me than reading the bible I'm just going to go <laughs> out there and say that. Yeah, it's not going to bring me life like <laughs> Harry Potter does, but it's a lot easier. It seems a lot easier to pick up and read one of those books sometimes than it does for me to read the Bible. Um, so yeah, but uh, yeah, there we go. We've gone totally off well, course. Nice little, nice little plug to read the Bible. <laughs> Yeah, and nice little bit of like um, lack of self-control to discuss something totally (laughs) (laughs) separate from the topic at hand. Yeah, well, on that note, maybe we should be controlled and stop there. (laughs) Yeah, a good idea, good idea. Right, thanks everyone, thanks for joining us and we'll be back again soon. Take care, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or suggestions for topics, please email questions at the not so perfect Christian life.com.